Yeah, everybody, jump, jump! It's time for Crafty Man. Daddy Radio. will make you. Episode 503 on July 1st, 2019. Welcome, everyone, to Craft Beer Radio, the internet's dopest craft beer podcast. <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Greg. And we're here with Crisscross, a special guest. Oh, uh, they just jumped out of here. Damn it. Um, uh, I didn't want to tell them, but they had their shirts on backwards. <laughs> okay and beers beers what do we have in front of us do you, do you want to start with nicks or do you want to uh, yeah i think we need to start yeah. with nicks so th- this is uh from our friend and frequent guest on the show nick jones who has uh is, is in the army now and this is his ship out ipa the ipa he made before he couldn't drink for uh <laughs> for five months really five yeah months? not a lot to drink uh, this is his brew, so the details are on the front there. You can yes, read them. Up. It's eight point two percent alcohol by he volume. He thinks that's roughly right. He's, sure, because you know you always forget to take good readings yes. when you're in the middle of it. Uh, Pale malt, Caro Forty, Cascade, Mosaic hop, single dry hop, bottled all on six one. So what I what I think is interesting about this is. Um, you poured some of the yeast in there, so it actually had decent clarity. Oh, oops! When you, but uh, I guess I wasn't used to. Uh, probably got roused a bit in travel. That's, that that also is probably the case. Um, what I think is interesting here is the use of Care Forty mm-hmm. to give it a little bit more of a malty uh, yeah. kick. So he uh, yeah used Centennial right Centennial and uh, no Cascade rather and Mosaic and he single hop. To which I helped with mosaic. There's a bit of a chocolatey thing from like all the mm-hmm. the Care Forty. There's a little bit of a Sorry. phenolic thing in there. It's a little plasticky. It's probably got a little old. Mm-hmm. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if that if it's, is all that plasticky to me. I think that it's it's a little, it's pretty bitter, um, up front, and um, I liked what is going on with the with the orange. But no, Jeff is not not a fan. The more I drink it, the more more band aids and burnt hmm. plastic I get. I'm not detecting that, and I'm usually very sensitive to that. So I think that that's interesting that you're getting that, but um, it was pretty decent two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, all the yeast was mixed up. I might have poured it a little rough, but I'm sure travel roused it a bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe if it was colder, and yeah, have a little sip of mine and see if there's any difference. It's a little, it's a little more. Orangey, and yeah, my glass had all the bad stuff in it. Yeah, so have have some sip of that with the good stuff, or at least the better stuff. Yeah, that's still there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Jeff's it's a little more orangey, but 
I, I thought it was pretty decent, especially when I had it the first time. Um, I think if it was cold, if it was cold, cold. Yeah. You know, I think it would pass better. I think it's too warm, you know, for, for what, you know, amateur, mm-hmm. you know, it's only like next second homebrew. So I think it's yeah. fine for a second homebrew. But for something on our, you know, on the show, it's just not. Nick wanted it to only be a, a pre-show beer, and I said, "No, we're gonna do it in the main show." <laughs> you should have listened to him. <laughs> no offense, Nick. I'm not saying. Oh, that, I think you wanted to dump. That's my. That's a dump can. Yeah. No, I, I finished it. Well, I think you wanted to dump all the rinse water. That's what I thought you were yep. going for. But okie dokie. All right. On to the, the main beers that you can you can actually purchase for yourself. Yes. So this is one I brought back from Seattle last time I was out there. This is the Fort George Vortex IPA. 7.7% alcohol by volume. Let's see. The grain bread often rises over the rakes in our 30-barrel mash tun while brewing up Vortex. That's a lot of grain, they say. Cascade, Mosaic, and Simcoe. Pale Malt. It's a little on the old side now. It's actually a February 11th beer. Mm. Smells a little vegetably, which I think is more of a hot fady thing than... Mm. Anything else? But yeah, there's like a cream corn mm-hmm. thing yeah it was kind of a grassy thing or like stocky but like vaguely cabbagey as well mm-hmm. canned green beans the flavor goes back to like a combination of cabbage and celery and some other weird green vegetable that I don't have very often. I mean, it definitely is hop faded. Yeah. It's. I'm going to spend a few minutes on here just kind of talking through the flavors that we're getting from the hop faded. I'm sure it was a lot brighter, a lot more dank, or a lot more tropical mm-hmm. back in February, March. So, because of that, we're mostly getting just sort of a leafy greeniness uh, mm-hmm. out, out of the, the hops are there. And compound with, um, I guess, some of the sulfury aspects. Yeah. Almost like a, a chard or something, too. Yeah. Uh, I have in my head maybe a little broccoli. Yeah. Yeah, almost like... Very specific flavor, but steamed broccoli that's been in the fridge for like four or five days, right? So it's like old <laughs> steamed broccoli. Now it's going to get hard for me. <laughs> now I think of that when I taste it, it's like, ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely not a fresh flavor. No. Okay. <laughs> Back in it goes. <laughs> this is why I want your beers fresh, everybody. Fresh as you can get them. Yeah, that's just one that never made it up to the starting lineup. Well, so far, Nick's in the lead. (laughs) 
Alrighty, let's go. That's our... Uh, I guess we do the other yeah, hoppy beer. Yeah. Looking what's left. I didn't want to do another hoppy beer in a row, even though the first two really weren't all that hot. This is one of the ones that came from that uh, shipping service that right. you uh, arranged for. Most is most from Anchorage Brewing Company. This is a they call it a quadruple IPA or a double New England. Double double. Eleven point four percent alcohol what? by volume. So this has a different kind of hazy. This is like like five times dry hop type hazy. This is almost like what Hetty Topper hazy was. Mm. Right? Where it's just like lupulin and hop material haze. It smells sweet, hoppy. This one doesn't smell super fresh either. What's the date we got on this guy? I mean, it has been a while. Yeah. What's it, March 20, I think it says? Yeah, I think we got these like two months ago. Yeah. We've had a couple weeks off. Yeah. My fault. I apologize. Well, I mean, things you couldn't take, you couldn't uh, avoid. Onto the flavor, it's not ooh. So the aroma isn't too bright, but the flavor still has some brightness to it. It's almost like a candied hop, like uh, candied oranges. Mm-hmm. Um, you have enough hops in there that it still is bright enough. A little enough. lemony, a little like almost like lemon head candies, a little bit. Um, I like the texture on that too. It's it hides eleven point four pretty well. Oh yeah, uh, and it does have a little bit of the kind of stickiness that, that is reminiscent of say ninety minute, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah. Um, so that's something that that's recognizable as this being having definitely a lot of sugars in it, mm-hmm. which usually means a lot of alcohol as well. Definitely gritty too. Like you know, the dry hopping was definitely leaving like a grittiness on the back of your throat. But it has a really nice kind of velvety texture to it, and the yeah, there's a candied orange and candied like uh, maybe a little pineapple-y thing mm-hmm. happening yeah. too. Yeah, most is most. Was that Bain or Lincoln? That would be Sean Connery. Most is most. This is from Anchorage Brewing Company. This would have been really good fresh. Still pretty good now. Yeah. So you can imagine get your hands in it. Or it's almost like mainlining alcohol, though. Just from taking a couple sips so far, I'm feeling a little bit of a rush in front of my head there. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's definitely a lot, but in in Alaska they they like their. Uh, it's like Alaska. Their what else you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watch the glaciers melt. I suppose. I mean, either the sun doesn't go down or it doesn't come up. <laughs> what else you gonna do? But that's pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah, the big orange, almost like an orange marmalade cake toast type thing I like it yeah right now 
need a break from the hops, but that's good because there's no more hoppy beers. Today. Yes. So we have well another big beer, uh, porter, and I think, sour. I think the sour might. I think it, cut this. I think it's a good option. So this is from Double Mountain. This is their 2015 Devil's Cuvée Creek. Came wax, but it came with a little tear tab, so it took the wax off the cap all by itself. Oak barrel aged, uh, Belgian style sour ale brewed with cherries. That's what a creek should be. Crikey. Looking for info on the 9.5% by volume, 12 IBU. Mm, 12 BUs is what 12 the... 12 BU, uh, I figure that. <laughs> these aren't international. These are American bitterness. American bitterness. So they're... It's the carefully selected Devil's Creek from 2014 aged on the Hood River Valley Ding and Ven cherries. Ooh. Give an extra time in French oak barrels, blended with a small portion. Wait, um, so it was already a creek, and then they aged it on more cherries, and then put it in oak? Is that what you said? Yes. Double creek. Double creek. <laughs> Take a creek, but it's not creek enough, so put it on more cherries. And then blend it with a small portion of next year's creek. Oh, so it's kind of like a Solaris. Well, no, Solaris is technically different, but... So we have a uh, dark red... Close to tan. Color. It has a really good ruby color to it, though. Not as pale as some of the main, you know, main market like Lindemans or something like that. It smells really good. The aroma is delicious. It's it's a little bit of like cherry pits and cherry husks and you know, like not sweet cherries, but kind of bitter cherries to sour cherries. But, you know, there's a, a souring mm-hmm. tartness in there. A little, little lactic bit, note. A little bit of, like, washed rind cheese. A little bit of dusty barn. A little bit of um, mineraliness. Yeah. Min- mm-hmm. It smells really good. It's sour, too. There's actually a bit of like potpourri in there too. There's like little like like little notes of like sweet, Ooh. like effervescent things. I didn't. I, I expected it to be delicious. I didn't expect it to be that sour. Um, it snuck up on me, well, and then hit me again a second time. Whack whack. Um, that is a tart 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 yeah. beer. Holy smokes! See, it got you that second time, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It's like I just ate a pack of a silica gel. Yes. <laughs> My tongue is desiccated. Mm. But it's very tasty. Um, so take a careful sip. You know, we're going to notice a good amount of mineraliness, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, kind of limestone With that uh, deep cherry. Lots of... Yeah, so the cherries isn't like cherry pie. It's not like cherry Pop-Tarts or anything like that, right? It's more of a uh, cherry leather, like a fruit roll-up type cherry, mm, right? Like sure. Closer to that. But even drier, even deeper. Yeah, you feel sort of in the pit of your tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, the sourness is, um, I was going to say pretty acidic, but not like citric, really. 
almost dare I say gastric? A little bit? No. No? No. It's a strong lactic sour, but I mean... Is it? Okay. <laughs> Just the way it feels, right? The kind of burn on my tongue. Yeah, it's not really a stellar review when you say it tastes a little bit yeah. comedy, but that's not... <laughs> But like the intensity of the sour, like the the way it touches your tongue, it's it's it is intense. Um, it's uh, as a palate cleanser, it's very much. It definitely cut the uh, yeah. sweet. <laughs> it 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 cut through everything. Um, it is impressive, and I think a. a a very good showing. Yeah, I mean, as I drink it, the shock of the sour isn't as, uh, and the acid isn't as bad, and you're getting more of that fruit roll-up, cherry, you know, fruit roll-up type flavor, and the washed rind cheese, and you're getting this kind of lactic thing. It's pretty good. I can dig it. I can last a couple minutes with this. This is the Double Mountain Brewery and Tap Rooms, Devil's Cuvée Creek, 2015. Hey! That's tra- He's dropping that funky beat. Oh, Chris Cross is back. They're playing some old school. So, we're sorry about having been on a weird schedule... Uh, but probably we'll continue for a couple more episodes until things get fully squared away. But hopefully we'll get back to a, a normal schedule soon. If you're listening to this, you know, two years later after the fact, then you won't care at all. But you in, we'll still be doing this, and you can go to craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon to help support the show. That's right. Just buy whatever you want from Amazon. Well, until that ends. I just learned <laughs> that you could enter your health savings account card in Amazon, and when you buy stuff that's eligible for health savings account, they'll charge it out of your health savings account as really? opposed to your um, you know, other payment methods. So I don't know if that's eligible for our... <laughs> for anything, but hey, maybe. Who knows? Who else else? I have a health savings account. No, but if you can, you, can you use, like, crappyradio.com slash Amazon oh. with that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to drive into Amazon mm. by going to craftyradio.com slash Amazon. That's all. Yep. For all of your needs. I bought a uh, iPhone 6 replacement screen on that. It came today. So There you go. And after the show, I'll probably try to replace the screen on an iPhone 6. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Tomorrow sounds like better. All right. Well, we're still f- finishing up this uh, creek, which we only had, what, like two ounces worth of. It takes you a little bit of time to get used to the intense sourness, mm-hmm. but I'm good. And the sourness isn't knocking me back, and this is tasty. Yeah, this is real good. But we have to move on. Just like Jack in episode, in the last episode of see No, that was we have to go back. Thinking of my Lost. Are you trying to call a, nor- a specific episode of Lost out? 
It was a good episode. Anyway, um, Putin's Revenge. Sure. From Mindful Brewing, which is near us, is Putin's Revenge, a Baltic Porter. 9% alcohol by volume, 80 IBU. Uh, this is a brew pub that's um, near where I used to live, near where I used to work as well. Uh, and they do some canning. They've started to do some canning at least. Mm-hmm. And this is what's evidenced by yes. the can. Um, they, they did do like crowlers yeah. at first, but they're yeah. starting to do some canning. Yeah, so the aroma on this one's interesting, right? Because for me, it is. A little bit of chicory, a little bit of mesquite, a little bit of... You getting the woody things? Yes, I am. Okay. Hmm. It's supposed to be a Baltic porter. When I think of Baltic porters, I think of raisiny. And I'm definitely not getting raisiny on the aroma of this guy. Getting to here and now we're getting a little band-aid-y. Yeah, I can get a little bit of that. This one's been in the fridge for a while. This is one that uh, Heather picked out for herself, mm. but she's not going to be drinking it anytime soon, so I figured I'd drink it. There's a sticker on the bottom of the can covering up the... The date? <laughs> the date. <laughs> it's probably going to lift the ink off the... Canned on January 14th, 2019. I mean, it's a, a 9% porter. porter should last, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. When I really agitate and swirl it, I get some of that kind of uh, phenolics you're talking about. But when it's a little more still, I get this huge kind of woody, smoky thing going on. Mesquite, chicory. Yeah, I'm, sometimes those things can be confusing, so I'm not quite sure mm-hmm. if I'm going to be tasting anything phenolic yet. There's almost like a French toast or something in the aroma, too. That's a that's a stretch, I think, for me. But definitely there's a campfire thing, or at least a, a charcoal I thing. Hmm. Flavor's weird. Got minty. Ooh. Like menthol or evergreen wintergreen or something. Wintergreen. It's a wintergreen flavor. This has gone bad. Wow. Alrighty then. <laughs> oh, too bad. It smelled interesting, but didn't uh didn't fulfill. Alright, let's move on to what might be the last beer of the night. <laughs> or it might just be the next beer of the night. <laughs> Okay, so, jeez. From Rowry Van Hornsbrock or Castile. Let's just go with Castile. The Barista Chocolate Quad. 11% alcohol by volume. 11%. So, Chocolate Quad, is Barista mean it has coffee too or no? I don't know. Hmm. I don't have any information on this. Fill out our tongue spear guide. Smells served at 54 degrees Fahrenheit. 
Challenge accepted. <laughs> this has got to be warmer than that. I took it upstairs. It smells like there's chocolate in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a chocolatey aroma. I'm trying to place like where the chocolate came from. It seems like a chocolate syrup or something. It That's what like. it smells like to me, yeah. Something a little more rich and Belgian chocolate than like a Hershey's though. Mm-hmm. So chocolate syrup probably comes from like a chocolate extract added to corn syrup or dextrose or something like that. Probably, or, yeah. 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 Um. Okay, it has this kind of slightly darker chocolate milk thing going on. Um, doesn't taste much like like a ooh wonderful Belgian chocolate mm-hmm. or anything. It's still kind of it does carry a kind of chocolate you taste from like good Belgian chocolates, right? As opposed to like Hershey's milk chocolate or something. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more bitter than. than... Whoa! Why is that ringing my ears? Because it's it oh, because my... you have the. It's connected to my phone. <laughs> like, why is Greg's phone to my ears? What's going on? <laughs> this is just a spam. I don't know why I'm getting I'm getting spam stuff lately. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Well, it's supposed to be fixed soon, right? Sure. <laughs> Ajipai, my hero. Mm-hmm. This is not a beer drinker's beer. This is... No, but it's fine. I'm like I'm not like now it's starting to taste like Twisty Rolls though. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's not fine. That's ugh, no. but but like compared to some of the stuff. Oh, compared to the spoiled beers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's too sweet. This reminds me of I was telling someone we talked about how Platform is doing that Pranto excuse me, the Pranto's almond tort cake beer, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the first like things I saw about it was like people were talking about how sweet it is. I'm like, oh it's gonna be like this beer. But when I had it, it was awesome like if it's not too sweet for our palates right and it still tastes like a dessert beer like one of those great shorts beers we had back Mm -hmm. in the day like strawberry shorts cake um that is like some of the highest praise i think we can lavish upon a a sweet beer dessert beer and uh it's delicious and this is not that no i think this is a good good call A little bit deeper than Tootsie Roll, but not much deeper than Tootsie Roll. The closest mile marker is Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Wow, what a shitty show. <laughs> uh, well, no, there there were two good beers. I know. Yeah. Well, there was one great beer, and then there was one beer that could have been good, but it was a bit hop-faded. And then there was all the shitty beers. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Here's the question: What can we what can we rank? Um, I guess we can rank these three. Yeah, and then wrap this. Yeah, because the other ones. I, I think it's pretty obvious, right? The best beer of the night is the double, double mountain, Devil's Cuvee Creek. Second place is the Anchorage, uh, most most, and. Third place is the barista 
chocolate quad from Castile. Yeah, I think And that's... then everything else was just varying degrees of... Ugh. Well, varying degrees of we can't call them... We can't rank them because mm-hmm. uh, it's not what the brewer intended. Yeah. Or at least it's, you know, we could tell that it was not... Yeah. It's spoiled, so we, we won't rank those. Yeah. Yeah, that was the break. Sometimes that that's what happens. Do five hundred three shows, you're gonna have a few of them like this. Yep. We gotta get some new fresh stuff in, in the fridge. <laughs> we still got some. Yeah, I mean, but that was from two months ago. Was that long? Time flies. Time goes by too fast. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of Craft Beer Radio. We really do appreciate it. If you want to email us, beer at craftbeerradio.com. And you guys should like take a look at what Crisscross are up to these days. I'm sure it's hot stuff. It's, it's got to be amazing. Probably have like a discography of like 25 awesome CDs. <laughs> they're doing they're doing jazz now. They're on the jazz kick. One of them is probably doing like gospel religious stuff. And the other one is I don't know. Their voices dropped and the record label dropped them. (laughs) Thanks, everyone.